Welcome to the Calyrex Game Corner's Pokemon D&D campaign, featuring Cindy, a young vagabond from the Hoenn region with pyromaniac tendencies, Gimli, a stocky, burly miner from Sinnoh looking for his lost son, Elodie, an enthusiastic foodie and baker from Kalos, and Schmidt, an enigmatic man from Johto with a duck. My name is Rich, and I'm the Game Master, and this is Dunsparce and Drampa. the last that we left you guys you took refuge at the stronghold the stronghold being cindy's grandparents house we are going to start this session fairly nebulously because we are under the assumption that you spent a day or two just kind of resting healing and perhaps doing other things that are self-improvement or party improvement so let's all just kind of vibe and get some rp in for our downtime and see if we can get some stat boosts or new moves or level ups or something based on what you've been thinking about. Uh, I think Cindy was going to try and see see if she can find more information about like Gumi and what Gumi can do, because Gumi's not a fire type. Sure. You're going to reference Whoop. your grandfather's study, I'm guessing, or do you have other things in the house that you're trying to like do? I was thinking the study. Okay, sure. Just roll me like a intelligence and add six. 16 plus six. You pull out a little... It's like a it's a very old kind of leather bound book. The Traveler's Guide to Kalos on it. And thanks maybe to your own memory or perhaps to Elodie's knowledge. When you did catch Gumi, I believe Elodie noted that it was a Kalos region Pokemon. You learn a little bit about Gumi's draconic origin. Uh, they you learn that they are a versatile species that learns a whole variety of moves and they are generally formidable and bulky. For dragon types, um, you see a selection of skills that can be taught to Gumis that are cookies level. Among them are the moves Body Slam, Dragon Pulse, and Protect. Do you have any interest in any one of those moves? Uh, dragon Pulse sounds interesting. Okay. So we can say that Cindy takes Gumi outside. Hopefully she has the smarts enough to do that before trying to teach this thing. Um, I think after we fix the roof, she might have some sense to take this outside. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, it's it's a crisp morning. The sun is shining. Um, do you, what do you say to Gumi to inspire it to try a new technique? Assume that like the the book might have like a picture in it. Yeah, it totally does. And like I would show it to Gumi and be like, "You need to be like this." Perfect. Roll roll something for Gumi. Just roll a d20 and add add wisdom because it should be an, an inherent ability that Gumi has access to. I rolled a 15 and oh. Gumi has no wisdom. You know, so, that is no modifier. That's sufficient, though. Um, Gumi sees it and Cookie lets out a little nod and goes Bah! and it opens its mouth and it charges up a beam and it blasts into the horizon. Just a purple, bluish kind of yellowy aura shooting from its mouth and that sure did look like a dragon pulse you wish to learn dragon pulse yes okay i am forcing you to remove tackle for it you have no choice <laughs> um it's a very simple move i can describe it and you can write it it is 50 feet and the damage is 2d6 plus 3 certainly cookie's strongest move currently which they have been sorely lacking is okay. anybody else nervous giving cindy a big laser <laughs> 
Um, any other things that you wanted to do with your friends? Um, I think I wanted to practice like weird skills, like like solely um lighting a fire for like light, not just to burn everybody. Okay. And things like that, like practical. I guess the roll first, and that determines how well it goes. Kind of, yeah. Unless you had like a technique in mind, but yes. Um, roll wisdom for solely. I rolled a 13. You're looking for like more practical uses of, of fire. You know, you managed to harvest some wood out in the forest and you're instructing Soli to, to to do it, not as, as an attack, but as kind of help. Um, Soli kind of grasps it, doesn't quite get it perfectly, but she does get a permanent plus two to survival checks. Too. That's awesome. Um, I will give you Uno Mas activity if you wish, or you can wait to see what the other people are doing and maybe join them. I don't know. I'll see what everyone else is doing and see what trouble I can cause for everyone else. Okay, who's next? <laughs> I can go next. That's fun. Okay. What are you thinking about doing, Gimli? I think first thing in the morning is like, I'm going to make sure like no one's in the study or anything like first thing and see if I can call my wife. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It seems like uh, the study's empty. There's a book, The Traveler's Guide to Kalos on the table, but no one's currently in there. So. Cindy forgot to put it away. Cindy, of course, forgot to put it away. Uh, So first I'm going to be like, I was like, I think someone left this out and I'm just going to tuck it back in the shelf where I think it belongs. Okay. (laughs) And then I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to sit down and dial up the wife. Okay. Uh, Gimli, I understand you have this like pretty rehearsed. You have an idea for what you want to do here. You call your wife and there's no response. Oh, no. (laughs) To the best of your knowledge, she should be available. This is a time of day in Sinnoh that is perfectly fine. Um, I don't really mean to pull the rug out from under you, but there has been something in the campaign that's been established that this could be a possibility. If you yeah. roll a good enough history check, I will point you in the right direction. Uh, yeah, I'll roll for history, and that's based off int, right? Yep. Which okay. is going to be hard for you, but if you do it well enough, I'll, I'll help yeah, you Yeah, I'm big out. dumb. Yeah, that's not good enough. Uh, 11. 11, yeah. You're not sure. You're a little confused. Uh, for all you know, um, Gemma should be available. Yeah. I was like, all right, I, I, maybe she's out or something. I'll just leave her a message because, I mean, I don't know. So uh, just leave her a message. Kind of like just going over the details of everything. Saying like, I think I'm coming closer to uh, our boy based on the adventures we're having. Could drive me in the right direction. You know, miss her, love her. Tell Penelope I said hi. You know, all the gang. Great. Like just the basic message, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I didn't want to like ruin you no, when you I, messaged I, me I, saying I, yeah. you had a plan but um it is provable that's right. well, i was i was mostly asking for clarity it wasn't like i was like this is exactly how i want okay. it to go i was just like well i was like hey if this is gonna go through like okay um so i guess second thing uh i'm gonna like i, I want to patch the roof but what i'm gonna do first is because i want to establish something else mm-hmm. um i'm gonna train with my guys a little bit in a couple maneuvers okay that i wanted to practice so sure. i obviously People know about my my little combo attack, so I do want to practice it both ways. Where um, I have Trevor, like obviously, la- like uh, get launched by Toidal, and then I also want to see if they can pull off the opposite and practice that. Where Trevor is like a board for a uh, Torkoal to like blast off of to turn them into like a fireball kind of style <laughs> flying type of maneuver. Does Toidal lay yeah. on his back to achieve that? Um, or I guess uh, like Boulder's kind of like jagged so maybe not laying on his back but like yeah it's mostly this like up or something i don't know um it mostly i would think it would go like kind of like they're using um in place of like can use trevor in place of a wall Mm -hmm. since trevor like 
resists fire anyway and they can brace themselves regardless that it's going to happen they can just like use it to like like propel themselves forward off of that and like kind of get a jet set started okay yeah give me some rules for them this is 2d8s right uh yes and this is the default total launching boulder yes so do that first uh four and five that's pretty good yeah that's very good i think where am i taking them i'm gonna take them somewhere that's like not very high damage and kind of give them a target Mm -hmm. like kind of like a like because we're in like not just complete like it's just just open fields and woods right Mm -hmm. okay so i'm gonna give them like a target towards like a tree and be like okay guys we're gonna try to aim this up and like set it up and then tortle like takes takes pose and then uh trevor like kind of sets up on top of them like we would normally and we just go for the launch from there and like try to target the tree awesome yeah i think that went pretty well i would like yeah. to reward toidal with a permanent plus one to con and i i would like to reward trevor immunity to environmental heat and flame effects and advantage on throws to prevent burn okay i like that that's interesting so you'll have to keep track of that in his passives and stuff. But I yeah, think- I got it. I'm putting it under, I guess, under. Per- no, I put it under passives, not proficiencies. Let's see. Uh, OK, and I guess I'll roll for the reverse of like trying to be a, like kind of a, a wall. I guess that's really nice for the bonus that he's like. Yeah, no, that's the idea. Able to take hits from the environmental heat effects. Yes. Um, I, so I roll for that one now. Sure. That other combo. Yeah, go for it. OK, let's see what we do here. Uh, two four. Who's getting launched here? Toidal. Toidal. Yeah. You can give Toidal fifty percent temporary HP, and that will okay, last so until it gets depleted. Is there anything else you want to do with your friends? Um. So while we're in this training session, I kind of want to teach Liz, um, to kind of grab onto my pickaxe, not on like the sharp side, mm-hmm. but co- sort of like if I turn it horizontal, like the flat side, and like kind of grab on like shell facing out, so that way I can utilize my pickaxe as a hammer too. Okay using their noodly body yeah so they're gonna like basically bind to or like wrap around like the actual uh like actual pickaxe at the top and just kind of cover and then their shell side is completely out on the other side so what is this technique for like is it wielding the pickaxe it's, as most, a it's like a utility thing so like i can switch my pickaxe to be like also a hammer if we have to utilize oh, using it liz as a hammer yeah oh that's sick okay um I'd make you t- make two different checks, and one of them is going to be a lot harder than the other. Sure. Um, I need you to make a con check just to like see how into it they are about being smashed, which they're probably okay. fine with. So that's going to be easy. Um, but you are also going to have to make a dexterity check to see how well they can hold on to the pickaxe, and they do have gotcha. negative dexterity. This is something you yeah. might be able to train if it doesn't succeed right away. So okay, the con I got a sixteen. Okay. The decks, I got an 11. I would imagine that as you're practicing this maneuver, Liz hangs on for one strike against whatever you're swinging at and then just drops off into onto the ground. And they don't get okay. hurt. They just tuck their noodles yeah. in. But um, right. the, there's some work to be done with the tenacity right. of the maneuver. All right. I pet Liz, tell them, good job. We're going to get better at this. They go, oh, <laughs> I'm sure we're on a berry farm. So I kind of want to give Liz some like berries to hold on to because a mm, berry juicer. Yeah. Yeah, very cool. Yeah. Uh, you could roll a berry check, I guess. Or if you yeah. want to collaborate with Cindy, you might have better luck. Actually, yeah, I might talk to Cindy about that. Um, and then I get like 
would that would that eat up all my last bits? Just like if I've talked to Cindy, because I, I do want to fix the roof at some point. Um, do you have a sp- special flavor for fixing the roof? I don't. I I might I might want to see if the gang will collaborate with me actually on fixing the roof. Okay. Then yeah, then assistance. we can save that for different. Yeah, we can save. If that. it's not a stat oriented thing, then we can save it for later. Yeah. Um, I could okay. get the two of you to roll d twenties and combine your roll. How's that? Well, for berry stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll roll a d20 on mine, and then uh, I got a 12. Okay. I got a 9. Okay, good thing you got the combo. Berries. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, 21 is perfectly serviceable. You managed to find three citrus berries. So I'll take one, you take one, and then I'll give one to Liz. That seemed good. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Cool. How were the berries doing that were fertilized by the dead body we found buried? <laughs> Oof. Um, they seem Jesus to be doing Christ. fine. Uh, the, because <laughs> you spent so much time here, the berries don't look as good as they did when um, you and your grandparents and pumpkin were all living, living there like happily, but they look good. Like they're still high quality berries and the fertilizer is great and the soil is great and like pumpkin and the grass types are helping raise them very well, but they're just not quite the same. They're not the, they're not the same product. They're not getting the same attention as they were when my grandparents right. were here. That, they're missing that green thumb, green thumb a little bit, but like, be damned, they're probably still the best berries in Hoenn, for sure. Elodie Schmidt, what, what are you doing in your downtime? Anxiety attack. Anxiety attack, okay. Yeah. Over the um, mysterious message? Yeah, just kind of everything. Okay. Uh, does Schmidt express this in any particular way? How does Schmidt cope, you know? I don't know, probably just like pacing and talking to himself. Okay. Um, like he looks like he's having a bad time. Understandable. Are his team members involved at all? Quacko doesn't. He's going to be out probably. So, um, is, is Quacko involved in this? Does Quacko pace as well? Does Quacko try and comfort Schmidt? What do you think? My head cannon says he would just pace as well. Yeah, he would just follow along with the pacing. Yeah, kind of probably. Yeah. yeah. Is there anything else on Schmidt's mind besides anxiety? <laughs> no, not really. Okay. If we're safe, we'll probably let everyone out. Okay, everyone's vibing. I'm just hanging, yeah. Okay, cool. Get Richie kind of familiar with everyone else. Okay. Because I think it's just, we caught them and then immediate action. Yeah, pretty much. How does Elodie (laughs) want to spend her downtime? I feel like, character-wise, Elodie would check in on Schmidt. Okay. Definitely try and make him food or something. Okay. Um, And yeah, just kind of... I don't know, probably just bring him food and be like, you don't have to talk, but I'm worried about you and I, I hope you're doing okay. And then just leave it at that. Does Schmidt react, respond, etc.? Yeah, I think Schmidt tells her. Oh. Oh boy. Uh, oh, um, it should be in Grace's DMs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh no. Oh gosh. So, so yeah. Schmidt just like... I can imagine just hands this stability or something. Yeah. Just yeah, like, you, have a look. Um, he probably like hands it to her and then just like starts pacing around the room with like his hands on his head and just like talking to himself. It's like, I can't believe this is happening. Uh, for clarity, for anyone who may be listening, this is the subpoena that was issued to Schmidt immediately following his gym challenge from the Johto police in Golden Rod City. This seems kind of silly, because, like, shouldn't they know that, like, you can't, <laughs> like, do that? I mean, not necessarily. 
court-ordered complete six gym badge challenge, please. <laughs> court-ordered complete six. <laughs> yeah. Speedrun gym challenge and come back, please. <laughs> fair, fair. Right. Amazing. <laughs> oh, wow. So that's been on Schutt's mind. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can imagine that is heavy to deal yeah. with. It's a bit much. I oh, you, I don't you know. know to no, to no clarify, wait, what were you going to say? I was going to say that um, uh, Quacko was originally Schmidt's roommate, and then uh-huh. Schmidt's roommate bailed and just left Quacko. Right. So, to clarify, you didn't like intentionally steal Quacko. No, I did not burgle the duck. No. <laughs> right. <laughs> what great burgle phrasing. the duck. Did not burgle the duck. Right. You know what? I think um, everything is going to be okay. <laughs> you sound confident. <laughs> yep. Roll deception. No, no, don't okay. do it. No, no, no. <laughs> I mean, you could. I, I like if you insist, I mean. Yeah. Did Elodie ask what Schmidt wanted to eat? Or did she make something? I guess just kind of starting with like research in the library about maybe singing moves that pokemon can learn Ooh, very cool okay uh roll me like a looking for a book check okay 13 yeah you don't find any necessarily like scientific literature but you find a uh children's book titled nathaniel's noisy neighbors and it's an illustrated book of like a kid and he's plugging his ears and he's in like a cartoon house. And in the house next door, there's these big squarish purple Pokemon with giant mouths and they're shouting. Um, if you flip through it, you may be able to find some information about noisy stuff. Sure, I will flip through it. It shows Nathaniel in all sorts of different situations where he's just trying to do homework or he's just trying to sleep and his noisy neighbors are making too much noise on one page. They are using uproar. On another page, they are using hyper voice. On another page, they invite some friends over. Little pink round friend uses sing. On another page, they invite a little scaly dragon who does a very fun dance and uses claning scales. Nathaniel this whole time is like trying to get chores done. He's like trying to like do schoolwork and sleep and Poor kid. complete a puzzle. And yeah, he's just getting wrecked by this. He <sighs> invites some tiger striped dog friends over and they use the move roar. He invites some moody, angsty little puppies to join the other dogs and they use the move snarl. Last but not least, he invites a whole bunch of cows to his house. And they all start jumping up and down using the move heel bell. And the story ends and Nathaniel basically gets no respite and he's like miserable. And that's the whole story. Yeah, that's awful. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I hope you got something out of that. Does, does Eldie intend to do anything with that information? She's like, I as a person know that like one of these moves. I can have one of my Pokemon learn, but Ellie wouldn't know that. So I'm trying to figure out how she could get to that. She point. might. You could just like roll and guess because like you did. Sure. The, the Whisk Takers had a performance. So like you did think of anything. Ellie might just troublesshoot and like ask like 
kind of like how Cindy did. I don't know. I don't want to RP for you, but. No, I think that would make sense. Um, let's take a look at maybe Hyper Voice. Is that the one I'm thinking of? Okay. Maybe I was actually wrong. Yeah, maybe like if I could like, I don't know, do research on like Hyper Voice. See if there's like a way I could teach it to my Pokemon. Do like, like, could I teach it to them in like a role playing way of being like, oh, like there's this move that we can do. Maybe we have like a little like band practice. Okay. Or something like that. Would sure. That work? Absolutely. A little band practice time. Are you trying to teach like the whole squad basically? Yeah. Okay. So if we're trying to like practice hyper voice, how do you think Elodie would encourage these these lads to uh, try and get to that point? Like, is you, yeah. are you just going to sit down and say band practice? Or are you going to be like given instruction? You just want to have them shout, basically. Yes. Go high energy. Yeah. Super annoy your party members who are doing other things right now. Exactly. Make Schmidt's anxiety worse. <laughs> <laughs> Schmidt probably yells too, and he's yeah. like, "Can you keep it down? I'm having an anxiety attack." <laughs> Great. Uh, do you have any special goals here? Are you just trying to see if any or all of them can acquire this move? Um, I mean, like if we could get in like a bit of like training, that would be nice. Okay. Uh, oh, you mean like training besides trying to learn a move? <clears throat> yeah, just like practicing together, having coordination. Oh, okay. I don't know. Let's do one that thing at sense. a time. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. Do you want to do aforementioned coordination team mechanics or do you want to do move learning? Uh, let's do move learning. OK, roll four D20, not at the same time. And you need to specify which ones are which. Um, I will have bubblegum go first. OK, don't worry about modifiers. I have your stuff pulled up so I can do them myself. That was a four. OK. Um, then I guess we'll do cabbage. That was a 13. Okay. Swab blue, blueberry, that's the same. Uh, and that was a five. Okay. And that was a five. Okay. I regret to inform you that none of them are able to learn the Moo Piper voice. However, Man, however, however, I would like to increase grape juices, charisma to 12, and. I want to give Bubblegum another shot at the Hyper Voice roll. That was a 15. Okay. Bubblegum would like to learn Hyper Voice. Which move are you trying to feel like I might get rid of Encore? It is a normal type move because you've Torrent. Uh, The damage is 2d8 plus 2. Awesome. Thank you. Um, You notice that... After learning this move, that bubblegum is just coursing with energy. Bubblegum is popping off right now. He's blowing bubbles incessantly, and little torrents of water are just like spewing in circles around his body every now and then. Little aqua rings coming out. Anything since else? You, Cindy? Since you mentioned that um, Cindy's grandparents have a uh, computer yeah. or PC, I think I'd want to practice Izzy's uh, fire jetpack situation. Oh, right. Just to get that a little more solidified, so that way, if when I can have more Pokemon in my party, uh, yeah. to be able to use that. Sure. Um, roll a d20 and add two. Oh, that's a nine. Eh, it's not very good. It kind of scatters, goes wide. Mm. Izzy looks determined and wants you to try Uno Mas. That was worse. Okay. That's a seven total. Yeah, Izzy's, Izzy's been in the PC for a minute. 
he doesn't really uh he's not familiar <laughs> with the with the jetpack but he she still looks determined he's not ready for another shot but doing her best any other little downtime activities that the party wants to do there could be some group activities for fixing the roof that's an option i feel like because Cindy is bad at actually fixing the roof, she'd probably be bothering Schmidt, who's probably too anxious to fix the roof. Okay. What does this look like? You could RP. Yeah, it. probably being obnoxious. Just being obnoxious, asking questions. Hey, what's Why are you pacing? Why do you look uncomfortable? Uh, Schmidt probably doesn't handle that well. Okay. <laughs> He'd probably just go off on the cheeses. Okay, cool. She's like, why do the cheeses look weird? It's like, it's artisanal. Child wouldn't understand. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah. That's all I got right now. That's fine. Yeah. Great. All right. All right. So, am I doing this on my own, or is that so. going to help me fix the roof? <laughs> well, you got your Pokemon too. Don't forget. I do. Yeah, I do. I'm curious if it's a solo affair or not. I hate to be all engineer on you, but uh, <laughs> what's the estimation on the size of this roof? Uh, the hole in the roof, like, or like in terms the of the roof? hole, the, the hole? hole, yeah, no, no, the hole. That's the not roof. a bad question. I would say if an onyx's head went through it, it probably caused a little bit more damage than the size of onyx's head. So to me, that's like a fifteen foot diameter. I guess we can do. I kind of want to use Tortle and Trevor to see if I can like rock tomb around the hole to kind of create a seal. Okay. And then like sand attack to sort of like fill it up and like edge out like any openings that could be within the rocks. Okay. Um, we probably end up having to support that while it gets sand attack to kind of like bind everything together. And then we would just burn it at the end to like lock it in place. Okay. If I um, if I were to roll those, I think those are all kind of precision work. So I would ask for decks for all of them. Yeah, it's gonna be a little rough. Let's the the saves are gonna be super now? high because it's not like the roof is moving or anything. But right, um, I know it's still still dex rolls like a minus yeah. two zero. We burn sand. Does that make it a glass sunroof? You could make a window. It'd be extra make hard, a window, but you could make a sunroof if you really want. <laughs> Just crit and get a sunroof. I I would have um, a solely work for that if that were a possibility with like flamethrower after you get everything else squared away. Yeah, I'm trying to see like what I would do because I have rope too. I have about thirty feet of rope that I can attempt to. If it's a fifteen foot, yeah, fifteen foot diameter. I mean, I can only do like a cross brace. That would be it. And I have a couple anchors that I can lock it in place because I want to be able to like hold the rocks in place while this is like all happening. Mm-hmm. But it's a little bit too wide, I would think, for the rock tomb. Going full dad mode here. <laughs> it's like I'm fixing the roof. Yeah. Okay, we'll get Lebowski out here okay. as well. So we're gonna go harvest some wood, mm-hmm. gather that up, and then it's gonna be me, Lebowski, and we're probably gonna use Trevor, and we're gonna like. I guess use like rock blast to create like pseudo nails. Cause I don't think we have nails. Okay. <laughs> and sort of like do the construction work by hammering this into place. So it's like, I guess less precision work now. My logic here is I'm just looking at their bodies. Right. Yeah. And I think Boldor and Geodude just... are like kind of splintery. Launch some stones off you. Will you? <laughs> like... yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Sure. You got it. Um, okay. So roll in that order of operations, I suppose. Gathering okay. gathering wood won't be a problem. 
Uh, no, I don't think that's even worth rolling for. But the, everything else, I think, is for the most part a dex check. Hammering stuff in is going to be strength. Okay. So Lebowski placing stuff in position, oh, placing the wood in position. Okay. Trevor producing the nails, and then hammering stuff. Okay. That is that the correct order? Sure, I like it. A three. He's holding it in place, and um, it he like doesn't get the proper grip, and his hand slips a little bit. But he's very determined. He's pressing as hard as he can. Make another roll. Fifteen. So then minus two is thirteen. Yeah, he holds it in place. That is sufficient to hold it in place. Yeah, he, he picks it up. He's got it. What what comes okay. next? Um. So now Trevor has to produce nails via rock blast, basically. Okay, let's see it. So four minus two is two. Oh yeah, yeah. It doesn't even make it to the roof. It goes wide and it bounces off the side of the house. He wasn't going for four, so it doesn't really damage. There's like a little dent, okay. but uh, yeah, that was a bit of a yikes. Cindy checks the uh the tool shed. Yeah, for can you check the tool shed for <laughs> okay. me? I was like, okay, our our makeshift one isn't working. Do we have any tools around? <laughs> what tools are you looking for? Like a hammer and stuff. Nails. Um. Yeah. yeah that, just like hammer and nails. Hammer. Yeah. There's a basic toolbox in the shed. You can totally make use of that. Okay. Yeah. Roll. Let's get those up. Cindy, roll a roll a perception. Twelve. Twelve. Okay. You feel like when you pull the toolbox out, there's like a strange rolling in the shed, but you don't pay much minding to it. Hmm. Love that. Open up. And then proceed to continue to annoy uh, Schmidt. Cool. Is your hair turning gray? You look worried. Uh, Okay. So I guess next is just like now that we iron that out, I just have the tools and I'm going to do like the strength check, I guess, for. Okay. Yep. Okay. Are you or is one of your Pokemon hammering? Uh, I am doing that. Okay. Well, no, like you shouldn't need to strength check that. That should just work. If you have the tools, you don't need to. You don't need to roll for that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, (laughs) pretty much guaranteed. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, you do that. You plank up the roof. Okay. Are you gonna do anything with that sand you were talking about? Um, I got to see about. Well, there's still a giant hole in the actual house, so that's the next project. (laughs) Okay. Uh, but that's probably a venture for a different time. I think it like, is. I spent all night like fixing the roof. Yet. Yeah, <laughs> I think the time has running out. Excellent. Thanks, guys. Great downtime. Now. It is the next day. Everyone is rested and fed. And some people's Pokemon feel a little bit more on top of it. What is your plan of action? All right, gang. So got options. <laughs> yeah, where do we want to go? We got so many things. Like there's so much um, lore here. Do we feel ready for Jagged Pass? We could go to Mount Pyre and help the ghosties get their home back. Yeah, I mean... That's the thing. How ready do we think we need to be for Jagged Pass? It's just the old team hideout. We we don't know what's there. You said that there might be like current um, team activity right. there. Well, but but their HQ is in Mawile though, or Mawville. Mawile. Mawile. Mawville. It's not like they're just also vibing like their home bases in Jagged Pass, like it was for like Team Magma, you know. Well, and they're like big blimp thing with all their like whatever people in it, and the big. Gundam guy went east, so they wouldn't be there. Right. Might be a safe bet. 
Listen, I've been itching to go to Jagged Pass since we like started this whole campaign because we've been <laughs> we were edged on with that one for a while ago. <laughs> right. So. Like I just I feel like that's like our next priority is because like that was our only lead on Cindy's grandparents. Yeah. Does Schmidt have yeah. any input on this? Yeah, Schmidt. What do we? What do we? Need? I was muted again. I was like, oh no. What, let's well now that we know about this stuff. So what what do we need to do for Schmidt uh, first? Uh, yeah, how I'm, do we I'm worried this? about that. Like as right, much as I want yeah. to go to Jagged Pass, I, I am worried. I don't know about what's wrong with Schmidt. <laughs> okay. Do we tell Cindy? I think we have to by this point. If you want to, I can send it to make it easier. Yeah, that'd be fun. Okay. Yeah, you you're committing. You want Cindy to know? Yeah. Okay. She has it. Oh, he no. sees the message. <laughs> oh no! It was pretty much really like a gut reaction. I mean, but what can we do about this? <laughs> uh, I think our lawyer. <laughs> Could we send? I don't know a letter to the judge asking for. I don't know something. Well, so don't they to... know that Hoen's under like? Yeah, we're detained. Lockdown. That's what I said. Oh, I feel like. I feel like a lawyer would be able to like solve this better than just us writing a letter to a judge. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. We should probably we'll find. Be a on our way to Jagged Pass. If we go through any cities, we can look for a lawyer. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. there's one in Marvel that just got half destroyed. But yeah, sure. Well, how much, how much like time do we have? A week. And it's but been. Wait, when did you get this? It's been two <clears throat> days. I want to say. Yeah. <laughs> Five days. Lori would probably have a phone also to call to do it faster. So it Is wouldn't there like be a like a phone book in the house. <clears throat> Yellow mm. pages. Uh, you could search Pokemon for it. Pages? The Pikachu pages. Yeah. <laughs> the Pikachu pages. Pika pages. <laughs> the Pika pages. <laughs> um, yeah, you could try and look for one with intelligence check. Uh, plus two. Oh, that's a dirty 20. Yeah, there is one. Um, it doesn't have a whole lot of international numbers, but it does have uh, a whole bunch of Hoenn numbers. We definitely need some Hoenn numbers because we can't leave. So, okay, <laughs> what are you looking for? Some kind, of a, some kind of attorney we can call for consultation. You find a few names. You see nautical insurance and injury safety. His name is uh, Luca Rooney in Slateport City. Uh, he is he's a lawyer there a criminal allegations lawyer in mm -hmm. in Mauville. their name is clementine sawyer you see a pokemon related injury lawyer who is in fall arbor town their name is patricia ryan there's lots of like business corporate lawyers of all sorts of names in restboro that's basically it for the most part. So, I mean, the criminal <laughs> one is in Mava. Oh, uh, look at the criminal allegation mm -hmm. one. It might be uh, pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it. And in Mava, Mava too. Like that's a uh... yeah. That's serendipity. That give, is, uh, give him, give him a call. Pretty, yeah, you're gonna call up Clementine Sawyer. Yeah. Hey, the phone rings. You reached the office of Clementine Sawyer. How can I help you? Oh fuck! I gotta RP this. Yep. You don't have to, but like, say what Schmidt would say, or you can say it as Schmidt. Um, either one. Hi, I'm looking for consultation <coughs> on some allegations. I was yeah. at a subpoena, and I was looking to get 
some consultation on that. I feel like Gimli is like coaching. Like, she yeah, I was gonna like, say, yeah. is, is is Gimli like saying this over Schmidt's shoulder? <laughs> Basically, I, I'm like, we we've been through this in the mines before. There's plenty of times people get sued. <laughs> Hell yeah! Have you been issued a subpoena? And if so, what's the date? So you were issued uh, a subpoena uh, from the Jodo region a few days ago. They say the office of Clementine Sawyer is rather backed up with uh, requests for quotes and consultations, but we can get you in either in two weeks or 200 pokey dollars, or we can see you tomorrow for 1000. And it seems like the secretary is just kind of making this up. Hmm. That would be beyond the, uh, <laughs> the date. Are you sure there isn't any way we can try to get in there? They said we can get in tomorrow for a thousand. Right. But <laughs> that does yeah, seem pretty a steep thousand. for a consultation. You sure it's a thousand? For a consultation? Roll a, yeah. roll a perception or insight. No, persuasion. Roll a persuasion. Like, I'm not looking to hire a lawyer here. I'm looking for a consultation. <laughs> oh, shit. I forgot I'm proficient in persuasion. Yeah. I need to be on that. Um... So that's plus two. That's a dirty 21. The dirty 21. Yeah. Um, yeah. He says, well, you just got to understand that Clementine Sawyer is, is very busy with all of this chaos that happened in, in Mauville a couple days ago. But, you know, they've been looking for something. And maybe if you have it, I can get you to cut in line a little bit sooner. Uh, we could probably see you today. They they've been going on and on about a strange Pokemon that looks like spaghetti. And he's been wanting to see it all of his life. So if you bring the spaghetti Pokemon, then uh, you can you, we can get you in sooner. You just got to bring it to the front desk. Um, no, oh, nothing. Uh, kind of spaghetti? Yeah, spaghetti. Um, yeah, we got one of those lying around. We can we can totally. <laughs> yeah, uh, we'll bring it by. Swing it by tomorrow. The secretary says, well, if you have it, we'd love to see it today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll swing it by today. OK, great. And she gives you the address. It's pretty close to the police station. Okay, cool. All right. So, so where is this spaghetti Pokemon? <laughs> I have a shuckle. Yeah, that's it. Oh. I was like, it's either shuckle or tangela. So <laughs> my reasoning like, was tangela. This one, I think. And uh... <laughs> I was like, where are we gonna find a tangela? Yeah, where's tangela? <laughs> Do we note uh, what Pokemon came out of those Pokeballs that he had? Was there a Tangle amongst the group? Uh, I don't believe there oh, was. Oh, I did not write those down. No. Okay. That's another Either reason way. to go to that part of town. Right. We we are Well, we can coin toss on the shuckle here and bring Liz along. Cool. Oh, true. And we do need to return those Pokemon. Or do For, you? Yeah, we can bring them to the police station <laughs> on the way anyway. Yeah, let's... After breaking out... After solving Schmidt's issue with stealing Pokemon, we'll just steal more. It'll be fine. We're stealing if they were already stolen. I, like, I did write down what I think the Pokemon were. Or what some of them were. That's good. We have a Togetic, a Dragonfly, which I think is like a Yanma, Nidorina, Oregon, some moth-looking one, Gropy, Mantine, Jumpluff, Cyndaquil, Lillipuff, Blade Hands, <laughs> Onyx. <laughs> That's the list. That's what I got. Did you didn't write the Onyx down? No, the Onyx was last one. Onyx was after Blade Hands. Oh, okay, 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 okay. I don't know what Blade Hands was. Blade Hands. 
That's awesome. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we'll get those Pokeballs back. We'll go see the lawyer. I got I got Liz on deck. We're good. We'll show them the spaghetti mon. All right. Cool. Is that the plan of action? Is that what you do? Yep. Yeah. Go okay. team. Go team. Go team. You all leave your refuge, the stronghold. Mm-hmm. As you're walking out, it's a nice sunny afternoon. And uh, sitting down, leaning up against the fence that separates the street from Cindy's grandparents' house is a very lanky, skinny dude who's wearing all black, wearing a visor. And he's just taking a snooze right outside the house. Wearing a visor? Does he have like... They want to perceive this boy? (laughs) Yikers. In all black? I don't like I don't like people wearing all black. He's a seep though. He is a seep though. <laughs> sneaky enough for this. This is a whole situation. <laughs> what do we want to do about this boy? Can't we like catch a break? Why can't we like make a plan and then do it? <laughs> <laughs> do you want to ignore this guy? Or he we're at a bit. It's it's he's like at our house, right? He's like at right. our yeah. We can't ignore that. Right, because yeah. he could steal something or whatever. Yeah, he knows right. where we live. Yeah. Oh, true. Okay. Do we? So, he gets flamethrowed while he's asleep. Can he make a saving throw? Jesus Christ! Can we just wake him up? <laughs> uh, we just kill him. I yeah, what are you to, trying to murder I him? Do need a consensus, but I don't know. We don't want to burn this. I don't. I don't. We don't know who this person is. The last time we were in some hot water when I kicked something. I'm cool with just trying to wake this dude up right now. Okay. We're four people, and there's one dude. True. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah, I agree. We, we can handle that. There are no oh, other people. Like it's not like it's not like an eight foot tall monolith of a man is sleeping outside our house. It's some skinny dude. Some twink. Some some <laughs> twink. <laughs> just in full black garb, just like hanging out. Yeah, let's wake him up. What is your means of waking him up? Who wants to poke him? I'm not touching him. <laughs> I'll poke him. That's fine. I'll poke him. Poke him. Uh, Oi! <laughs> roll a roll a poke check. Actually, no. I'll just I'll just intimidate, yell at him, then I even poke him. I'm gonna okay. yell at him. Do you want to roll for that or not? Uh, yeah, I'll roll intimidation. Okay. Oh God, a dirty twenty one. Okay. Yeah. Oh no, dirty twenty three. Sorry. Okay. He is uh shocked because he like he's asleep, so this is even more effective. Um, this dude springs up and like literally like a spring because he's so tall and skinny. He goes whoa. And he kind of runs backwards a little bit. Um, roll a perception. Five. The sun's kind of in your eyes, but it seems like the, the, the way that the sun is hitting him is making a weird shadow. Um, he springs up and he says, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm not here for trouble. Listen, well, what are you here for? <laughs> I, I just came to talk to you. I just came to talk. OK, who are you? My name is Yuri. Mm-hmm. My boss sent me here because I understand that you've encountered a lot of my admin cohorts. And let me make this clear. My boss sent me here not starting trouble. I was given instructions not to go in the house. Just came here to talk. I don't want any trouble here. But I came here to ask, why? Why are you doing these things? If you keep it up, you're going to get hurt. We're going to have no option but to take action. You know, this went from not being threatening to being a threat, bud. He said, listen. Yeah, seriously. He says, listen, I don't want to fight. And he clutches at a Pokeball on his belt. I don't want to fight either, but you came to our place starting stuff. So we're not interfering with anything. You guys just keep making trouble. 
and we just happen to be there and we don't like when trouble's happening. So. This dude says, look, we have a grand ambition and we're not going to stop just for the likes of yous, all right? Why do you have yeah, to talk we- to that creature and take the Atlas Stone? I mean, this could all be over if you just hand it over. Why would you have to go to the Weather Institute and stop Callisto from what she was doing? That was really important for us. What were you doing in Mauville? What were we doing in Mauville, one of the biggest cities in the country? That's a dumb question, bud. It seems like really appropriate timing for you to mess with our equipment. I just want to know what you're after, and maybe we can give it to you and you can leave us alone. Right, a parrot. Yeah, we're after some of the people that you kidnapped. People have disappeared <laughs> because of you guys. People that we care about. Kind of looks up in like a pretending to think sort of way. He's like, well, we've kidnapped a lot of people. I, I, I can't keep track of all of them. You're I, kind I don't of know leaving which a trail and making a lot of enemies along your grand ambition. I'm going to level with you. You're not making a lot of friends along the way here. Gary says, do you think we care about making friends? You clearly do. If you're coming to talk to us and you're worried about us interfering, other people might do the same thing if you keep doing what you're doing. He says, listen, they put me on diplomacy and espionage for a reason. So I'm here to yeah, chat. Good at it, bud. <laughs> Why not just give us the Atlas Stone like we want? I was given direct orders to not hand over the Atlas Stone. Mm-hmm. Who gave you Under- those orders? That foul creature? Foul? What did she ever do to foul. you? Oh, you don't know about her. And he just kind of snickers. We sure know about you. <laughs> you just yes. met me. You don't know anything about me. Uh, I could just tell based on how you're talking to us what you're all about, bud. Diplomacy? You're awful at your job there. <laughs> I just came here for reasons. Nothing but threaten us, and then that's it. And question our motives when we answered your question, first of all. So. <laughs> you have not answered why. Why do you have the Atlas Stone? Why not? Why don't you have it? Ain't good enough? That's funny. Ooh. Roll a... I want to roll like that a, feels intimidation. Yeah, just just do that. Taunt. Just do that. He's taking emotional damage. Yeah, you seriously, that was, that, was that was good. Uh, 16? 16? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he t- he takes a little bit of mental damage. He's uh, he's revealed that he has like some insecurities. Um, you're not sure of the source, but he just mm-hmm. like didn't really like how that went. Mm-hmm. Um, he says you will not talk to one of the admins of Team Neo Rocket Galactic that way. And he seems very heated and embarrassed. I don't really value like your organization as a whole to respect that type of position. So you're just a guy to me. You're just some skinny dude on our property making vague threats to nothing. So you can just back up, go run off to your bosses, and go do your thing. We'll just be in the wings doing our thing. And if we cross paths again, maybe something bad will happen. Because you're making me quite mad here, bud. You're not really doing your diplomacy job that you came out here to talk to. You wanted us to stop and then just threaten us. That's a good idea. He says, all right, well, here's the deal. Oh, here's the deal. Okay. If you want diplomacy, here's the deal. (laughs) You give me the Atlas Stone or we're going to blow up the moon. The moon? (laughs) What the? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) We got some intel from, from one of your friends. And we have reason to believe that what we're looking for might be up there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't. 
Good luck uh, trying to blow up the moon. Yeah. What the fuck yeah, is happening I mean, right now? He I, he looks really embarrassed because he realized the uh, how outrageous that claim seems, <laughs> but he also feels I just, like really I straight invested. Up, honestly, like I don't want to say this another intimidation roll. I actually just laugh in his face. Yeah, go for it. Oh yeah, like, I'm good. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> fifteen. Fifteen. Yeah, he's he's hurt. Um, he's, his lip is kind of quivering, and he's like very upset. And at this moment, he's planning a retort, and then he gets a little a chime from a tool on his wrist, and you hear a somewhat familiar voice say, Hey, Uranus, where you at? Uranus? <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> Buddy, your, name, your code name's Uranus? He he puts his wrist to his face and turns around from you guys. He's like, I told you to say Yuri. Are My name kidding? is Yuri. I've been shouting over his intercom. Are you kidding me, bud? Your leader in diplomacy's name is Uranus? <laughs> He is very ashamed right now, and he says, "Just you wait. You're gonna be sorry." And he, yeah, I'm already sorry. I'm sorry I had to waste our time with you. And <laughs> Let's he, go, guys. He he starts to run off towards the east. <laughs> I'm disgusted. <laughs> nice, nicely done. Good encounter. Glad that happened. Before we like leave, leave. Um, I think Cindy would want to just let um. Pumpkin know that like there are team neorocket galactic neorocket galactic guns uh, grunts around. Mm-hmm. Words are hard. Um, just to be like, hey, like if you see people that shouldn't be here here when we're not here, you should not let them nearby or like do what you can to keep the, the house and stuff safe. Pumpkin is understanding, and you know they they've been doing it for a while, and. He feels very uh, on top of it. Um, do you do anything about this twink who's running away before he escapes? They know where we him? are, though, so we should probably think about that in the meantime. But can I burn him? You can try. Can if you want, me. I'm not Cindy. Yeah, you can do whatever you want. Well, he's gonna flamethrower because that's a forty foot cone. Yeah, that that should reach. He needs a fourteen DC deck save. Okay, he meets it exactly. And in fact, what happens is the strange shadow that Gimli saw near him um, sprouts out of the ground and you see a big, long blue and red fish and it shoots out a blast of water towards the flame that is about to hit Yuri. And then the fish goes back into the ground and they continue to run. I'm still dying. All right, let's, let's just go. <laughs> yeah, that's your encounter for the route. So you can make it to Mauville, no problem, if that's what you wish to do right now. Yeah, that's sick. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Um, it's like 2 p.m. You have been to Marvel since you ran away, and it's in a state of disrepair that's a lot worse than you remember. Um, yeah. There's a lot of collapsed buildings. Um, there's a lot of people with their belongings just kind of like sitting out in the street. Um, there's, you know, big skyscrapers that just have been like sliced in half, basically. Uh, there's a big cartoonish sign over the Marvel City gym. Um, with a big red text that says Tempor- temporarily relocated to Fall Arbor Town. It's it's a strange kind of, despite how sunny and nice out it is, it's pretty dismal and sad. Well, they really did a number on this place, huh? I guess we're off to the police station. <laughs> Lawyer's office and the police station. Yeah. Well, we can probably do police station first, right? I mean, that probably just depends. Like, well, I guess we, it doesn't they're, matter. What they're really order. close to each other. Yeah, we can uh, just go drop off the, the balls. Yeah, probably be faster. Okay. Like, hey, we recovered these from Team Neo Galactic. They had they stole a bunch of Pokemon. We're just uh 
turning them in in hopes of finding their owners you know yeah yeah i think i'm gonna spend the rest of the campaign just every time i encounter one just make fun of them <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> emotional damage everyone but rada rada scares me rada's twice my height like i'm good isn't schmidt kind of twice gimli's height too no, I think you got like a foot on me. Maybe fifty like, percent. Rod is like straight up like seven and a half, eight feet tall. Like, like he's a monster. I he he shouldn't exist. Like <laughs> he's just a mythological being. Um, not that I'm trying to split the party, but like maybe me and um Elodie could go to the police station to drop off the pokeballs, and then Schmidt and Gimli could do the spaghetti lawyer thing. Spaghetti lawyer. Yeah, I guess I can be the adult in the room. Because if, the, if they're right near each other, it wouldn't split be the party. splitting, splitting the party. Okay, right. split the party. Let's go. Let's split up, gang. Okay. Always a great decision. Yeah, always good. It always you goes things well. near each other. Um, it always goes well. Uh, okay. How do we want to do this? The police station's closer, so I'd probably start with that group first. I don't know if you want to remove yourselves or if you just want to listen because it probably doesn't matter that much because I, I, we'll see what develops. I don't know. Um, Elodie and Cindy arrive at the police station. Uh, it is very busy. This is the one of the busier places besides the Pokemon Center uh, right now in downtown Mauville. Um, there's like a line out the door with people who either are like they're they're with their families or like they're alone and they're like calling they are on like communication devices they're looking for people um it might take a while to get inside unless you just kind of rush past them which is something you could do is there like a clear line or is it just kind of like chaos it's a line until the door and then if you peek inside the door to the police station it's chaos you can hear the sounds of phones ringing cops are going all over the place you see big uh, arcanine police dogs running around a lot well i usually am full yeet i would say wait in line okay and uh what did elodie say i was asking if there's like a lost and found um maybe you could do a perception check 13 um not to your knowledge it does seem that the inside is kind of split into like two separate areas people are hugging the left wall and people hugging the right wall to speak to different people behind glass but you aren't sure what's going on necessarily um spaghetti lawyer gang you get to the uh office building they're on the first floor so you don't have to really go anywhere this office building doesn't look very destroyed it has some like rubble on it and stuff but it's not like the worst um it's it says office of lawyer clementine sawyer do you enter yes okay um you do that you see a secretary it is true that the lobby is pretty full, but people are just kind of like chilling in the chairs. They're just like waiting for whatever. They're waiting for their yeah. meeting with with uh, with Sawyer, the honorable. Um, and she welcomes you in and she says, hello, do you have an appointment? I say, yes, I also have. What's a, a, a subtle way to say this? A certain spaghetti like Pokemon. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly that. OK. Um, oh, did you bring it? Present chuckle. <laughs> you present it? Yeah, just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. is this the one you were looking for? <laughs> um, she takes a look at it and her eyes go wide. And she says, we'll get you in right away. And she picks up the phone. Execute order 15. And, um, <laughs> and um, there's like a, there's like a little flash above the door that is locked that leads to the office. And um, you can hear like the sound of footsteps like madly rushing 
Um, and she, she says, you can go in now. And the whole room gives you death glares because they don't understand why the <laughs> fact that you have life. this stupid bug it will let you get a consultation first. It makes no sense. Do you enter? Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's shambles. I'm sorry. Yeah. Everyone is just <laughs> glaring. They're so mad at you. Um, you order 15. As you enter um, the office, it's a very regal office, and there's like large gemstones that are in frames all over the place, and there's like little sculptures. Um, and there is one of the sculptures sticks out to you as a sculpture of a shuckle. Uh, but the sculpture part is is like is made of marble, and then the like the noodly bits are like floppy. So it's just kind of like a rock that has holes in it, and then there's like yarn sticking out. <laughs> it's like pretty silly looking. As you enter, you walk past someone who's being shooed out of the office by a very wide person wearing a cowboy hat. Um, he's kind of gimly sized, but like a little bit taller and a little bit stouter. And he's like, no, get on, get on out of here. Shoo, shoo. And the, the person who was waiting to be consulted, she says, but we weren't done. I, I have more questions. He says, nope, it's time to go. And he closes the door behind him and he says, can I, can I ask how tall his hat is? Oh, it's like half of his height. <laughs> it is very tall. <laughs> So he's like Doug Dimmadome. <laughs> Clementine Sawyer is kind of like Doug Dimmadome in a way, but a lawyer. Um, he turns around and he says, please tell me you brought my shucky boy. We have a, a shuckly friend. He says, please, please show me. Please show me right now. I can't wait any longer. <laughs> I present Liz to. <laughs> um, he goes to take Liz out of your hands. Do you let him? I'll 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 look at Liz first, see if Liz consents, because this is important to Liz. So. Um, Liz looks overall startled and confused. Um, oh, oh, she's a little startled. Do you want to take it a little slow? I'm sorry. He says, do you want to meet now or not? We can reschedule this for later. I got to see this Shucky. Liz, I'm sorry. You OK? <laughs> Liz gives you like, like a sad nod. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> and and um, Liz. Thank you, Liz. He he just kind of picks up Liz and uh, they start to retreat a little bit. The noodles kind of tuck in. He's like, Shucky! And he holds it up above his head, above his uh, hat. And in fact, he pushes his hat over like a little bit and he just kind of spins in a circle. And he says, Shucky, 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 Shucky. And he's just so delighted to have a shuckle in his office right now. This is wild. Yeah. Um, it's almost like you two aren't even there. He's just prancing around with Liz right now. Uh, let's check in with the friends at the police station for yeah, now. Please. <laughs> um, More interesting party, I think. I have an old time, so. <laughs> yeah, um, you managed to get inside the building, and it's pretty chaotic. They're the left line. You can't really see what window they're going to, but people are being handed paperwork, and they're moving over to, like, there's no table space left because, like, people are sitting and stuff, and, like, the cops are running around, but they're going over to walls with a pen, and they're, like, writing on forms. Um, and then on the other side, there are people who are not completing forms, and they're just talking to someone behind a window. So, basically, are you going right or left? Do um, I remember where I went to before? Yes, you went to the left window. You recognize, or Cindy especially recognizes that, um, there's like a bulletin board there and there's pictures of missing people in Pokemon. And one of them looks to be Poppy. Um, you do that and you wait in line for a minute and you're getting kind of frustrated with how long it's taking. And you're wondering how long this consultation is going to be for the other fellows who are overdoing that. And they come up and they say, what do you have to report? So um, we recovered it's on the uh, counter as she's talking. We recovered all, all 12 some... of them. Yes. <laughs> okay. 
Yeah, roll it, roll it, Dex. 14. Okay, cool. None of them uh, open, which is great. Um, Go on, Elodie. Yeah, um, so we recovered um, these Pokemon that um, appear to have been stolen um, by Team Energy. And we would like to return them to their owners. They get excited. They say, oh my, that's wonderful. Uh, how did you get a hold of them? They were in a box. They're going to make a check. Yeah, that was so big. Um, they say... <laughs> You said Team Energy had these? That is correct. I'm going to ask you again, where did you find them? Um, uh, this um, is going to sound crazy. Yeah, this is going to, this is going to sound a little crazy. But we ended up in one of their storage closets by accident, mm-hmm. and I grabbed as many Pokeballs as I could carry to try to return them to the people they belong to. One of them's an Onyx, be careful. The, the person who is distributing forms and is talking to you looks at you very quizzically and she says, I'm going to be honest. How do we know you didn't steal these? And she like reaches for a radio. Pretty much what I was saying. It's like we wanted to return them here so that way they could get back to their owners. Like if we took them, why would we bring them here? Can I make a roll? That seems pretty dumb. <laughs> they they're starting. They trust Cindy more than Elodie for some reason. Um, she says, would you be able to give me a listing of which Pokemon are in here? And she pulls out a binder and she like flips through it. Uh, you can just say that you do. You don't have to do it yourself. I read her my list. Okay. Um, a blade hands. <laughs> uh, yeah, she cross references and she says, okay, actually a few of these mess the descriptions of what we're looking for about five of them do, but the rest we had no idea about. Um, we'll hold on to them for now. So I guess just sign this form here to show that you've dropped these off and these do not belong to you and you should be fine. Thank you so much. I just want to make sure they get back to who they belong to. And we think that they were stolen from um, the Lily Cove Festival. So some of them might not have been reported here or reported yet. And I signed the form. Cool. And she makes a little scribble making it over what you just said. And she said. So one more time, where did you get these? A box? Where was the box? We'd love to do a follow-up if we could. Uh, Building close by that we ended up in? She kind of looks at you and she's like, this is Marvel. There's a lot of buildings. (laughs) The Team Energy uh, building, it was on the roof. There's like a... Is it on the roof? It was on the roof, yeah. She says, Team Energy doesn't have a building, at least not to our knowledge. Um, Can we tell which building it was? You can roll a history to see if you can describe it. Oh no. Ah, uh, that's a five. Is that, a, can I? Yeah, go for it. Yeah. While she's rolling, Cindy's like, yeah, it was this like super tall building. We had to climb down the fire escape. There were people in offices. It was a whole I got thing. A natural 20. A natural 20. As you were descending the building, however many sessions ago, Elodie had noticed as she was descending a a logo that was on the north facing side of the building and it was a big old s and Elodie remembers that this is in fact the hoen branch of silfco holy crap it was in silfco hmm. i'm assuming Elodie explains this too 
Yes, I will uh, explain right, that yes, it was the Silph Code build. Notes, oh, you, oh, group notes. Okay, I was like, why is she so quiet? Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> I was like, I need to write this down. Yeah, yeah. Um, she says, oh, well, that's very interesting. Well, uh, thank you very much. And she yeah, falls away. on the roof. <laughs> yes, on the roof. Yes. Don't forget, roof. She says, okay, roof, got it. And then she <laughs> ushers in the next person in line. And now you're just standing in the police station. Should we uh, go over to the lawyer building and maybe wait there? Yeah, we can. Oh, boy. <laughs> cool. You over to you start to head over towards the office of Clementine Sawyer, the lawyer. Clementine Sawyer has been spinning around with Liz for like a good three minutes yeah. and their noodles are just kind of twirling and he's just going shucky, 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 shucky. He is obsessed. Yep. Um, so I don't mean to interrupt, but um. And I appreciate that you love my shuckle so much. I can't tell you enough. But um, we do need a little bit of assistance as well, if you don't mind. He uh, he looks at you and his eyes are like watering with joy. And he says, oh, pardon me. Where are my manners? And he takes Liz and tucks her shell under his hat. And he reaches out his hand to shake it with you. And he says, I'm Clementine Sawyer, the lawyer. Nice to meet you. Do you shake his hand? Pleasure to meet you, sir. Return handshake. Okay. And he goes for Schmidt as well. Yeah. Okay. Schmidt the entire time has like Quacko like tucked under his arm and he's been like holding him with both hands. Okay, yeah. great. Um, he moves out of the doorway and goes over to behind a very large, wide mahogany desk and there's a couple seats and he's, he goes over to his big, big leather chair and he says, please, fellas, take a seat. What brings so you much. in today? Um, my friend here actually was issued a subpoena and we were wondering if we could get some like consultation on what our approaches are, especially given the, the current circumstance of our own environment. <laughs> Well, do you hand it to him? It's just like slack shot and awe at like the, 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 the eloquence in which Gimli is speaking. Oh, I've been in this situations before. <laughs> We've talked to a lot of lawyers. <laughs> Gimli is a criminal? Picked up a thing or two. Mining's dangerous. <laughs> Mining's dangerous. Do you hand him the... Uh... Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Clementine Sawyer, the lawyer, takes a look at it. He scans over, he says, hmm, all right. I know the fellas in Goldenrod. Let me see here. Uh, GTP first degree? This one's serious. Let me see. Uh, Farfetched. Wait, is that the Farfetched that you got there, kiddo? Yes. So here's the situation. I had I was rooming with this guy uh, when I was living in Goldenrod. And then um, he just disappeared one day. And he, he, he was just gone. And so I, I was left to take care of the Farfetched. And um, so I took the Farfetch with me on vacation here, and um, I've been stuck here for quite some time now. He takes note of this. He says, hmm, I see. So you're saying this Farfetch was recklessly abandoned, and you took care of him for the time being, correct? Yes. Is he registered to your trainer's license, or do you have his Pokeball on you? No, sir. Okay. Interesting. So this uh, this Nick fella still in possession of those things? I believe so, yes. Mm. He kind of frowns. He's looking over the subpoena. He says, I could probably take this case, but this is going to be a hard one to win. I'm going to need to do a lot of digging. You got any information on this Nick character? He was always kind of sloppy. I don't know. He came to... Because my mom works at the... the, 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 the um, Goldenrod Gym, and he came to as a... As a gym hand there, 
but yeah, he just disappeared one day. I don't have any information after that. He says, all right. And I see you've been summoned for what in five days, correct? Yes, sir. <clears throat> he takes off his hat and uh, Liz is like fully tucked in, but he takes the shell and puts on his desk and like strokes it like as if he was stroking his beard that he doesn't have because he is thinking he's deep in thought. Now, this is a really big case, but if I were to win it, that would probably net me a lot of money. So I need some time to think about this. Do you have any means that I can contact you? Do we have any means of which he can contact us? <laughs> yeah, do we have anything portable? A letter. He says, no worries. I deal with clients all the time who don't have anything. So he goes into his desk and he pulls out like a pretty cheap looking flip phone kind of poking av. And he says, you can use this for now. I got a lot of clients I got to visit today. I'll give you a call right away. For now, we can just assume I'll take this case. But I'm going to need you to dig up all that you know about this Nick character. All right. Right, yes, sir. Awesome. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. Says, of course. Now, uh, course. I know another, another take in the case might be another visit from Liz. <laughs> he he gets kind of excited and he says, oh, my God, son, you're so right. And he holds up Shucky. Not Shucky, but he holds up Liz. He's like, I'm gonna see you again soon, Shucky. OK. And he goes to, to kiss the shell. And Liz is just like not out at all. It's just the red shell. And he gingerly hands the shell back to you. Thanks, Liz. Here's a, here's a lava cookie. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Um, yeah. she, she, she takes a nibble. She enjoys it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, I guess that's the, the end of your appointment. Uh, do you exit the office? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, as you exit, who do you see? It's uh, Elodie and Cindy. They weren't allowed in because they, weren't, uh, they didn't come in with the shuckle, so they had to wait with right. everyone else. You're all reunited. Congrats. Hey, party separation hey. worked out that time. Let's go. <laughs> it was pretty low risk tasks, to be fair, but yes, it did work yeah, out. Man. That's why I suggested we split the party because it was low risk and near each other. Yeah, I know, but like, yeah. so how did it go? They can just say that it how it went. Yeah, yeah. just wanted to ask that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was very into Liz. Um, yes. Very into Liz. We got a phone, and he's going to give us a call. <laughs> Maybe at some point. <laughs> Is there anything that we need to do? Just wait. That's all we can do for right now. Uh, besides, there's a little bit of information we might need to get, but that is largely up to Schmidt. So, well, Is there any way we can help? We use a PC to uh, dig up dirt know. on uh, Nick. Yeah, any way you can think of for, for us to help there, Schmidt? The Pokey Facebook. The Pokey Facebook. <laughs> do some research. Yeah, you think you, that, you I mean, mentioned um, you mentioned in there your mom uh, hired her. <laughs> Do you think your mom is info? Uh, yeah, probably, maybe. Uh, might, maybe we can give her a ring at some point. What's the plan for the party now? To Jagged Pass. <laughs> Just gonna head northwards. I think so. Like, we don't really. Uh, do we want a supply or anything before we go? Like, that's the only thing I could think of. Here's the next gym. Might be a no, but it too. moved. Yeah, yeah, it moved to Fall Arbor, um, which yeah. I should write down. Um, which I have a map. You do have and... a map. <laughs> yeah. So I think. Do I know where Fall Arbor is? Uh, if you have the map, yes, you do. It's okay. it's so that's the... on the other side of Jagged Pass. Yeah. Yeah, it's. City a... knows some things. Yeah, and City knows too, actually. Um, oh, true. Actually, it is the city that is north of Lava Ridge. It is the second northernmost city next to Fortree. 
It has a high elevation because it's kind of in the volcanic mountains. And there's a route next to it that is always covered in soot when Mount Chimney is active. It's not right now. That's true. Wasn't that a thing? Yeah, that is a thing. I don't know if like geographically that's the closest, but that is an option. Well, we still do we have to loop around to get to like places like lava? Well, we have to get there. Like we go to Jagged Pass and then Lava Ridge after, right? Jagged oh, Pass true. is adjacent to both of those cities. Right. But, well, that's okay. I'm, the problem is my head cannon because of the Pokemon games has distorted my ability to get to Lava Ridge. Oh, right. Because you have to go through Mount Chimney to get there. Yeah. So yeah. I'm like, I know for a fact that's not how that works. Because that right. would be the worst city ever. <laughs> yeah, it would. But like, because <laughs> it's like, how do I get here? Well, you see, you got to traverse this huge mountain <laughs> and <laughs> come down from the mountain. Like, are you serious? Like, <laughs> yes, but the hot springs. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> like, like <Yes>. okay. <laughs> You don't think you built a road? Like it's been twenty years since that game, you know, <laughs> like roughly for the scan. Wasn't it there like those those ridges, like right off the, like those jumping hills, you know, like to the side of the city? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that, like, uh-huh. connected to the path. Like, yeah, imagine yeah, it was like over the time to like there, put like some stairs there or something. It was like we could smooth this out. <laughs> like which city do you want to head to first? Because we have to go through one of them. So right, so we go, okay. So the path is Lava Ridge, Jagged Pass. Mount Chimney, Fall Arbor. Yes. Ideally. Ideally. If nothing goes wrong, which. Yeah, if nothing has a happens. track record, so. <laughs> Thank you all for listening to Dunsparce and Drampa. We're proudly now selling fun new designs on Redbubble and constantly adding bonus content to our Patreon page, including post show talks after every group episode. If you want to go all out with supporting the podcast, our Tier 3 patrons now get exclusive access to early, unedited sessions. You can find all of these websites, including our social media links, on linktree slash dunsparse. We can't wait for you to join us again on next Tuesday. So Mm -hmm. to get to Lava Ridge, you're going to have to go north and then go west. Fall Arbor is on the other side of Mount Chimney. It shows Mount Chimney is active here, right? So you could get to Lava Ridge without going in the desert. You can just go there. Um, To get to Fall Arbor, you'd either have to scale Mount Chimney or go through the desert or go through, I think it's called the Hot Pass or something, or the Hot Cave. What's it called? There's a stupid hot cave (laughs) that... So basically... Yeah. That's such a terrible name. I forgot about that. It's not a hot cave. I... Shit, what is it called? Um, it's fiery, where it's where you fiery catch path? fiery path. That's way better than hot cave. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> they should hot rename cave. it to hot cave. Yeah, yeah. Is, we gotta go. They renamed it. They're like, oh, fiery path just ain't it. We're gonna call it hot cave.